Hi, and welcome to Average Joe's Football Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Tim. How's it going, guys? Welcome to the divisional round of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Do we have any blowouts? No? No. Yeah, we did. We'll talk we, about that, yeah, though. We had a couple. That was a lot of fun games, yeah. especially if you're a Bengals fan. Hootay, hootay, hootay. Did you hear the chants at that place? I did, yeah. There were so many Bengals fans. It was I didn't awesome. think that was going to yeah. exist up there. I didn't either, but apparently we traveled. So. Well, I saw a lot of people on Facebook like that I know that were up there, Yeah, which is surprising. I mean, we have a mutual friend who is a reporter for Local 12. And yes. So she was up there. We will not mention the name. Well, I, mean, I know. I don't think she listens. So. Yeah, fair but. enough. Oh, she was up there, though? <laughs> no free advertising. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, she was up there. Um, yeah, and covered the game. And so she, like, was tail... I don't know. She wasn't actually tailgating, but she was sharing what the tailgate looks like. And there were a bunch of Bengals fans. So Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing, especially with the snow. I mean, we that would have been something this time, not last year, Nicole was pregnant, but like two years ago, I'd have been like, yeah, we're going to Buffalo. we got to go to Buffalo. Yeah, I'll pack the car. <laughs> that, that's how that conversation You got the bag? Went. I got the bag. Yeah, she'd have been cool enough to be like, let's go. Mm-hmm. It would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Me, you can go to Kansas City. No, no, Henry. I, this, this time next year, though, he'll be headphones on, ready to rumble. Cause we actually did that. We went to a bar and we put some Sego. Oh, yeah. We put his little headphones on. Funny enough, it fit my big old head because I tried them out. Wait, you went to a bar without me? Yes. Is RJ's town as a bar? What the heck is RJ's? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's attached to Jungle Gyms. It's actually a movie theater with a bar <laughs> okay. attached. Okay. Yeah. That's the, the married with kids equivalent. Yeah, yeah. Bar. It was wild. They were serving popcorn the whole time. <laughs> One guy dropped his movie ticket. I gave it back to him. Holy cow. Yeah, Singo, where we all everyone sings 90s songs. You cover them up like old people playing bingo. <laughs> next what next time? You're in. You know, I think I'm busy. <laughs> I didn't give you the date yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, okay. technically I went to a bar without you. <laughs> okay. I forgive you. Next That's time okay. you're coming with. I'm well, sure yeah, well, you know me will well, love it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, next this, this time next year he'll be he'll be going to a football game with me. So. That'd be awesome. He already loves it. He sits in my lap. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So and then we're gonna order cheese. That's yes. coming. We're gonna look because I have time. Yes. This, I have time off this week when I'm in Memphis, so I'm gonna, okay. drink, I'm gonna drink a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna do some cheese shopping, and we'll see what kind of basket. Well, we have the site. I just need to build yes. the basket. We'll do it. We'll do that custom cheese basket. Never mm-hmm. thought I'd be a part of this, but here we are. Here we are. Disgusting. It's awesome. All right, let's dive into these ready games. Into I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to all talk right. about the Bengals. That's well, that's really all that matters. We're gonna get to it. The other team seemed nice. Um, So the first game was the Jaguars Chiefs. So the Chiefs won twenty seven to twenty. The big story here is Patrick Mahomes. He, yeah, he took a pretty nasty hit in the second quarter, where a guy got he got rolled up on basically, Uh, was limping around, refusing to come out of the game. Yeah, Uh, he finished the drive, which I think they had a punt or something, or maybe it was a field goal. Whatever, doesn't matter. The next drive, Chad Henney comes in, and Patrick Mahomes is on the sideline, and they show him throwing his coat because they made him go to the locker room to get an x-ray. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Chad Henney drives 98 yards and gets a <laughs> touchdown. Yep. Like, the 38-year-old just guy who hasn't played in a year and a half. Yeah, he's making a bunch of money, though. Right. Just sitting there. Right. So, he – I mean, really, that drive is kind of what won them the game. I mean, they, they yeah. won by a touchdown. Uh, Mahomes came back in the second half. He did not look like himself. I mean, he was still limping around and dealing with that. So we'll see what happens coming next week with the Bengals. 
because he's not going to be 100%. You no. don't heal from a high ankle sprain in a week. No, and they even said, I forget which announcer was saying, it was a former quarterback, they were like, yeah, I didn't, like, who was it? doesn't matter. He said the day of, the adrenaline's going. Yeah. And so you don't, you feel it, but you don't. Right. And then, but that, when you sit on that for a week, he can't practice. No. He can probably barely walk around. And he sure as heck can have a really tough time with the defense with the Bengals next week. Yes. Because we, I mean, we destroyed Josh Allen. Again, I'm, I'm jumping games. I'm jumping games. Yep. Sorry, I'm getting excited. Yeah. <laughs> Mahomes, Mahomes, that looked really bad. I'm not even 100% sure he can go. The The best scenario might be they bluff and say he's a game time decisions decision, and then they put Chad Henney in there. I mean, I, I, you can't win like that. But, right. I mean, they have a good enough team. They'll probably give us, I don't know, a run for our money. But uh, the rest of the team, it just, once Mahomes went down, it all kind of fell apart. Like they they didn't they scored ten more points. That yeah. was it, and it was just bad. Kelsey had a great game though. Yes, Kelsey had fourteen catches. He had I think ten in the first half, which broke a record or tied a record. Fourteen definitely broke a record for tight ends. Oh yeah, I think well yeah tight end it shattered at like twelve or thirteen. I think yeah, yeah he's. I can't believe he caught the ball 14 times for 98 yards. You just that that's not a lot of yards per catch. Right. You know, you're under like you're looking like eight yards and seven yards per catch. That's that means someone really relied on him just as an open target of, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, at least I know you're gonna catch the ball. But that's what happens when you trade Tyreek Hill. You lose yeah. that guy. It's it's just a when you actually have a backup man or Mahomes that's playing scared and hurt, like you go to your guy, you know he's gonna catch the ball. Mm-hmm. And he did. Yep. Uh on the flip side, you know, Jacksonville <sighs> They just, I, I think there was, and I'm going to say this about the Giants too, I think there was kind of an emotional letdown yeah. where obviously the Chiefs defense, they've been decent this year. They have a, a good pass rush and everything. I mean, Chris Jones is a freak. Oh, yeah. But Jacksonville's offense just never got going. They, you know, were down early, which is their kind of MO. And then in the second half, they still, I mean, they made a game. It was well, – the really second closest game this weekend, but it like ETN wasn't running that well. I mean, I guess he was six yards carry, but Trevor Lawrence couldn't get going. Like it, it just, their offense was struggling. Well, it falls on Trevor. Yeah. Trevor struggled. Trevor had a really bad interception. He, I mean, that yeah, defense is it. good. That, I think Jacksonville actually should have won this game. If they had you, a shot. They, yeah. You throw away that bad pick. I mean, with Mahomes out and then Mahomes just limping around, like if you can't beat a, I'm saying this now, a, like a beat up Mahomes that can barely move around. He wasn't even he couldn't even step into a throw. I mean, imagine yeah. trying to play something simple like cornhole or something and just just standing there throwing. Like you lose mm-hmm. you lose him, especially when you play a certain way all the time. Trevor, they got to do more. They've got to get Trevor to grow up because he just he's so bad about turning the ball over. And he's had a couple mm-hmm. of good games this year where he's just been lights out. But then yeah. a certain game, like last week, he threw, what, four interceptions in three yeah. and one quarter. He's just – he still hasn't quite got it yet. Yeah, I mean, he's only in his second year. Yeah. Um, and for them to go from whatever their record was last year, 114, like bad. one or two wins, whatever it was, to winning five in a row to make the playoffs yeah. and then winning, a, like, the third largest comeback in playoff history. Like, Trevor Lawrence – made a lot of leaps this year because um, I remember at the beginning of the year, we're like, I'm not sure about this guy. Yeah. Like he was so bad as rookie year. Again, different situation. Urban Meyer. Oh yeah. He's terrible. Awful. <laughs> uh, but for what Doug Peterson did coming in and getting 
really so much out of Trevor Lawrence when I wasn't expecting that much. Um, you know, for them to get to the divisional round was a big success, and they're going to be in a weak division moving forward. How dare you, sir? You know it. We're a strong 7-10 and 10 team. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then the other two teams have top five picks. Yeah. yeah. We don't talk about them. Um, I mean, they have good pieces. Like, their defense is solid. Like, they're young. They're hungry. The offense, Marvin Jones, feel, he feels like he's 50 years old. He is. Um, Still out there, though. It, yeah. And, like, Evan Ingram's improving. Christian Kirk was great this year. Travis Etienne is a freak. Like, I think they've got a good shot. Obviously, Lawrence needs to limit the turnovers. But there's some talent on that roster. Well, yeah, the, I think the other problem is you're going to only be able to upgrade so far. So, right. let's say you draft well that next year, you get a let's say you get a, a very good young wideout to compare. Like you said, Marvin Jones is probably getting towards the end. He's good, but he's not a explosive. Mm-hmm. So you upgrade your wideout, you get a lockdown corner somehow, whether it's free agency or a draft. Now you have a pretty complete team. Maybe you yep. get a veteran uh, pass rusher like a Carlos Dunlap or somebody going to free agency. You are a your whole team on paper is a huge threat. Mm-hmm. They live and die by Lawrence. Not even just like not even be able to complete the ball, like complete the pass, but the fact that he just gives has so many turnovers. That's the going three and out sucks. At least you get to punt it fifty six yards the other direction. Throwing interception ten yards down the field on, on your own forty, not not looking good. Um, yeah. So that's my problem with Lawrence. I just he, he turns the ball over so much. And you're right, he's in year three. Uh, he's about to be in year three, but look what Burrow did at year two. And now, you know, Joe Burrow's not everybody. But even Josh Allen made a leap. Mahomes was good since day one, but he also sat a year. So second year, look what Mahomes did. Like, you have these great – look at Purdy. Like, you mm-hmm. have these quarterbacks. Like, Lawrence was supposed to be better, and he could still get better. But yeah. the older you get, that window starts closing. I think year three, like Daniel Jones. Like, if – I'm still not sold on Daniel Jones, by the way. But No. But like, that window's closing really quickly. And if next year he can't make a leap, they're going to have a problem. Yeah, I mean, I think the like the flip side to that is Jalen Hurts. Like, he's in his third year, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, at the end of year two, people were like, well, this guy, like, who's our quarterback going to be? Well, yeah. So, it, and I get it. Like, this day and age, everybody has a short leash. Um, you know, you want the guys to produce immediately, and that's why guys like Joe Burrow and Mahomes are great because they come in and they're pretty much immediately effective. Mm-hmm. But that's just not normal. So, no. like, Lawrence has all the tools. He's got the huge arm. He can run if he has to. He's not going to get – like, he's a big guy. He's not going to get hurt super easily. Yeah. So, if he just gets more comfortable with the reps and reading defenses and everything, I think that decision-making is going to get better. Yeah. I mean, Peyton Manning led the league in picks for the first two years of his career. Was it both years? I think over the course of the two years. Oh, okay. That, yeah. that, I mean, that seems like – because he threw so many in the year one. Right, sense. right. No, and you're right. He can make a leap. But, again, like you said, that leap from like a Peyton Manning is not normal. That's a Peyton Manning. True. So True. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I hope I'm yeah. wrong. I hope he has a good career. It's just yeah. he's he, – he, he turns the ball over a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, even Mitch Trubisky with all his – you know, he's okay. He never really turned the ball over as much. Yeah. He just couldn't complete passes. Well, like you said, like they're – they're going to have like the 25th pick ish. So, you know, the first round, as far as talent goes, you're not going to get a game changing guy. Most likely. No. Um, unless you, you know, strike gold. So it really is kind of that free agency and what you can find with some veterans. And, um, I think they're set up well and they have, they are like two or three pieces away. Like you said, I agree. 
Yeah, they, they could be if he could throw two touchdowns and two hundred yards a game, mm-hmm. they would be dominant. Nobody would touch them. Yeah. So we'll see what happens though. But they uh Jaguars have out and obviously the Chiefs advance to the AFC championship. For the fifth time in a row. Fifth time. Fifth what, year in a row. What was it that I see it was the first time that Rogers, Brady, Breeze, or Manning was not involved in the divisional round since two thousand and two. That's wild. Wild. Mm-hmm ridiculous yeah so yeah well i think it's the first like fast forwarding away the first championship championship week where all the quarterbacks are under 28 for mm-hmm. the first time in however long i think the 80s somewhere yeah. in the 80s yeah yeah crazy it is but yeah we'll get to that so the next game uh was a blowout it was the giants eagles the eagles showed us that they are the best team in the nfc still yeah won 38 to 7 uh just absolutely obliterated the Eagles. Like, all the talk about Daniel Jones going into this game was he played so well against the Vikings. And then he comes in against Philly, which obviously is a better defense. They're the, I think, number two defense in the league. And Vikings are last, last. dead last. Yeah. And it showed. I mean, Daniel Jones had 135 yards a pick. Uh, Saquon was running decently, but they were behind so much they just couldn't keep giving him the ball. Yeah. Like, it just... It was pure domination by Philly. Yeah, the Giants need weapons. And I know you have these reliable receivers like Matt Breida. Like, he's had a decent year. Like, Darius Slayton's supposed to be good. Like, Daniel Bellinger got called up. Obviously, even Isaiah Hodges. These are all, like, pretty good receivers. But mm-hmm. the, he has nobody elite. No one to stretch the field. You, you can't. Like, the Titans are a prime example. Like, we lost A.J. Brown. Look what happened. We yeah. fell apart. We had no threat down the field. They have nothing. Right. So like, and their defense is good. That's the crazy thing. So like, you you just need two good wideouts, and maybe another defensive piece, and all of a sudden like you can put a decent team out there. And your division's not well. Take that back. The division is tough because the you know Philly's good, but Dallas is up and down with Dak Prescott. So you mm-hmm. can you can win nine ten games with the, with the if you get some receivers. Yeah. The sad thing to me is they went out and got Kenny Galladay. Like he's going to be their number one. <laughs> I and he's not even playing. Yeah. Not even playing. I can't stand when teams do that. They try yeah, getting Zay Jones, even Marvin Jones. I thought those were both mistakes. Mm-hmm. Now I was wrong. Zay Jones has been amazing mm-hmm. for the Jaguars, but that usually doesn't work like that. Right? Um, it, it just they did it with Mohamed Sanu in Atlanta. He, he was dominating in Cincinnati, but threw him to Sanu, and he, he's a second string receiver. They don't just jump tiers. It's not right. It's like a quarterback. Like after a couple of years, you, you get what you get. They're good, but mm-hmm. this, it's not Jamar Chase. It's not T. Higgins. Like, it's not Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown. Like, you, you need receivers you can actually throw to. And Daniel Jones, as much as I don't think he's very good, he's got no one to throw the ball to. Right. And it shows. 38-7? Right. to 38-7. to seven. I mean, Hassan Reddick was in Daniel Jones's kitchen the whole night. Yes. Like, it was crazy. He was cooking. <laughs> Where's the spices? I'm dripping cooking in here. Yeah, Russ wasn't cooking. Hassan was. No, Russ was cooking. Like, heating up ramen noodles in the microwave cooking. Well, it still counts as cooking. He can get some fancy ramen noodles with that concert. Yeah, that's true. All the ramen he wants for the rest <laughs> right. of his life, probably. Right. $12. <laughs> right. But, yeah, so Philly just, like, Jalen Hurts didn't even have to do that much. Like, Gainwell was their leading rusher, had 112 yards and a touchdown. Devontae Smith had six catches and a touchdown. Like, they just, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, they looked just great. And, and we were hesitant about them going into this week. 
think you picked the Giants. Just saying. I probably did. Yeah. That sounds like me. Yeah. But, like, they just did not look good uh, with Gardner Minshew in there. And then Jalen Hurts came back for the last week of the regular season and did enough to get the win. But then he gets another week of rest, comes back, and he looked comfortable. Like, he was making runs. He was not afraid to, you know, take a hit on that shoulder. Like, he looked great. He's fine. And Philly looked dangerous. Can I throw something out there that you're going to laugh at? I would love to. So I've been looking at the running backs in my analysis for the Eagles. And I'm like, man, like, you know, Hurts didn't have to do much. He dominated. Well, I'm, I'm literally adding up 112 plus 90 plus 34, 32. And I'm like, okay, okay. And this took like 45 seconds. And I'm like, oh, I got it. 268. And I looked right below. <laughs> That's right. And the magic analysis has added it up for me. And I was like, well, at least I got my math right. <laughs> to keep the brain firing, you know. Good job. Good yeah, job. Thank you. Yeah, they, yeah. they ran for 268 yards. That's I ridiculous. Mean, they had more rushing yards. They did passing yards. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's unheard of. Yeah. So, yeah, they're the Eagles. They are who we thought they were. And Hurt, I think Hurts' shoulder was a fun storyline for, like, the Eagles fans or the Giants fans to lash on, like, like latch on to, thinking, like, oh, we can take him. I did. I was mm-hmm. like, if he's hurting, he can't throw take a hit, like. Yeah. All of a sudden, now he did, I watched him slide a couple times. That was not normal, where he mm-hmm. gave himself up, like even losing a yard. But I think it's smart. Yeah. Because if you are hurting a little bit, it's not worth it. You might get two yards and get hit by two giant linebackers. No, I'll slide. Thank you. Right. Um, you because this game, this team runs through Jalen, so you can't get hurt. But mm-hmm. yeah, big win. The, I think the 49ers, I think it's going to be 49ers. Wait, why am I saying that? I think it's going to be it's 49ers, Eagles. It definitely yeah. is that. You know, I'm going to put some money on that. I'm going to put money where my mouth is. Um, but, yeah, I think that's going to be a really good game because as much as I like the 49ers, they don't have the offense. Not that the Eagles do. I mean, yeah, we'll get into it. And what we saw with the 49ers coming up against a good defense. Yep. Like that offense struggled. They did. And Philly has the second-best defense. Yep. They're very yeah. It'll be they have a better offense, so yeah. I'll be very curious about that. But yeah, Giants go are now eliminated. Um, I think they even have a high draft pick too next year, but we'll we'll get into that later. But mm-hmm. let's talk about the Bengals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got my Burrow White Tiger on. It's no big deal. Um, so I, I might I'm a little hometown here, but uh, I mean, would, would pure dominance? Would I be able to apply pure dominance here? I think so. I mean, when you have Arguably, like the I think they were number one in yards per game, number one versus point, and number one in points versus game, uh, per game. We held them to ten points, ten freaking points over sixty minutes hasn't happened, and we scored twenty seven on them. And the and the Bills actually have was it they said they have the sixth best defense in the NFL in pass defense, yeah. and we just tore them up. I mean, the defense have been good, but you know you look at. Uh, was it Romo calling? I think it was Romo. Yeah, it was Romo. Like, I think Mike, that wasn't Chris calling. Yeah, mentioned something about Von Miller. Like they really miss him. Yeah, like Romo pass rush. The the storyline going into it was the Bengals have three offensive linemen that are hurt. Yeah, and like Joe Burrow was going to be under attack and everything. That offensive line was solid. Yeah, they never. I mean, they have a, what one sack? Yeah, Burrow had time it, when he wanted time. He had time. And they were running all over Buffalo. Yeah. Like, mean, Nixon's first run was nine yards, and he never let up. He just kept going. That was, the, that was the best rushing game he's had all year, except for the five-touchdown freak show we had in the middle of the year. Right. Yeah. But he tore – even P. Ryan came in. He ran for what? Almost 
five yards a carry, five yards a carry. Mixon was averaging five yards, over five yards a carry. Like man, they they tore it up. And Burrow, it was. I saw someone quote on Facebook. They said the Bengals scored so fast that by the time they turned the TV mm-hmm. on, they thought the bill they the NFL given the Bengals the seven points for the Bills <laughs> game because they scored in like a minute and a half. Or yeah, two they scored. Quick. I'm exaggerating. It was like four minutes. Yeah. Um, but Burrow went down and just picked them apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was fun to watch. I enjoyed that. Well, like the the other thing going into it was Demar Hamlin was in the building. Like he showed up was. In the Bills locker room, gave a pep talk before the game. He had a suite. He was doing his heart um, sign up in the suite, up in the press box, wherever he was. Like, all of it pointed to the Bills are going to be, like, emotional and feel good about this and do it for DeMar and all this stuff. And they just looked flat. Yeah. I. So, I was laughing. Nicole and I were watching the game. And it's snowing so hard. They kept showing the Hamlin family in the suites and you could barely make out like the body, like the cut of their body. And they're like, yeah, it's the Hamlins. It. And I'm like, who you, that could be the janitor. That could be anyone. I can't see who that is. And then tomorrow I saw the sunset hard hands. And that's yes. all I could think about was a Taco Bell commercial. I was like sunset hard hands. <laughs> he was like, I don't know what to do. And I, I, I'm glad tomorrow doing great. I'm glad he's there, but it was, it wasn't funny, but it kind of was. Cause I'm like, yeah. I can't, Go put the camera in the box. Yeah, and you know, let's let's talk to tomorrow at halftime or something. But I can't see anything. Maybe the maybe the energy couldn't go from the box down, Tim, because they couldn't see him. That's science. That, yeah, there's science in there. their <laughs> energy. Well, and they, I was listening to them talk about this morning. Joe Burrow started, so it was pouring down snow. Like it was, like like you said, they were trying to show Demar Hamlin, and it's just a blizzard, and you can't see him. Joe Burrow started like nine for nine. Yeah, he did. And had 105 passing yards or something, mm-hmm. like in the snow. To seven different receivers. Yeah, just ridiculous. And on the flip side, Josh Allen struggled. Like he was 25 for 42, no touchdowns, had a pick, just did not look good. And you saw at the end of the game, Stefan Diggs was on the sideline yelling at him. Like it was just, it was a beatdown. It, it was, it really was, and I'm worried with Allen that we're gonna have another Cam Newton situation here, because he was taking some licks. Like he was talking crap to Jesse Bates in the end zone, but like it took everything just to get in the end zone. Yeah, I know you cannot keep taking hits like that. Like I don't care how talented you are; it's not that. It's you. You are not built for that. You are built to maybe take a hit like that once or twice a game, but he was getting hit hard yeah, by was. the Bengals. That's the point. Like. They did that to Tebow. When Tebow started running, they were like, if you run, you are going to get the crap knocked out of you every single time until you stop. Mm-hmm. And Cam Newton, you could argue his career probably cut short five or six years because all of a sudden his he couldn't run. Yeah. And so his throwing weakness was shown because he wasn't a threat anymore. So I don't yeah. think we're near that with Josh Allen. But I think, you know, five years on the road, we're probably talking about this because he's been taking hits for years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he looked – I mean, he looked bad, but our defense looked better. I defense mean, was great. It was in – and like he and yes, he was scrambling. He got out of probably like five sacks, but also we made him run and throw where he didn't want to run. It wasn't like he rolled out of a, like a, a bootleg and launched the ball down the field. That's not what's going on. He was running for his life, trying to make throws down the field. Yeah, Mahomes is even worse with pressure than Allen. Yeah. Allen is. So I impressed you with the hobbled ankle. So this again, I'm getting ahead. I'm just so excited about the NFC Championship right. game. But yeah, Buffalo's got some work to do. You know, Stephon Diggs isn't getting any younger. 
Gabriel Davis looks amazing. I still think you need a weapon to go along with them. Mm-hmm. They, they need a pass rush. You have really you don't do anything on offense. I I don't think we'll get a running back, but if you're gonna run Josh Allen on the ground, be my guest. I mean, and I'll I'll get to, back to the Bengals, but you're right. Like with Buffalo, the they need to do something, whether it's get a running back or beef up the defense. Obviously, their secondary was banged up. I mean, Micah yeah. Hyde was out. Obviously, Hammer was out. Uh, and then Poyer and Tredavious White collided and Ooh, yeah, had to nasty. leave. Like, they need to do something because Miami and the Jets, if they can get a quarterback and the Patriots are always there, like that division is tight. Yeah. And if Tua had been healthy all year, Miami would have won that division mm-hmm. and probably beat Buffalo oh, in yeah. the playoffs. He would have. Um, like, it, they just they need to do something. Yeah. Um, and then on the flip side – Again, like you said, the Bengals' defense really won this game. Yeah. I mean, they have been amazing. Uh, <laughs> the Bengals scored 14 points in the first quarter. That's all they needed. Yeah. Like, it. it's another game where the Bengals' defense didn't give up a touchdown in the second half. Like, just crazy. They're, whatever their defense coordinator's name is, Anarumo or Anarabo, whatever. Blue something. I think it's yeah. something. Um, has figured out that defense and giving them an identity. It's like what we talked about with Vrabel in Tennessee. Yeah. Like there's a culture there and they're just tough. Like DJ reader is a beast in the middle, stopping the run. Mm-hmm. Obviously you have Hendrickson and have Hubbard on the outside. Like that defense is scary. Trey Hendrickson and Hubbard terrify me. Like mm-hmm. I would hate to play against those two. Yeah. Uh, Hubbard, you should look, if you want to do something fun, listeners look up Sam Hubbard, his senior year at Ohio state and his size mm-hmm. and look at Sam Hubbard. now. Oh, he's really? bigger. Like, obviously, you have NFL trainers. Like, you're, you, I'm sure that it's so much more regulated than college. Right. Like, he's bigger and he's just as fast, and it's it's awesome because he, he was a second round pick. Like, yep. no one thought they thought we reached for him there. And obviously, he tore it up at Ohio State. I knew we didn't reach. I love Sam Hubbard, but yeah, he's a beast. Trey Hendrickson is awesome. What a free agent signing. Mm-hmm. We if we can keep Jesse Bates next year. Uh, we can get into a long-term deal and hopefully Burrow. Yeah, because I'm talking about Burrow getting a contract this offseason. I'm I'm yeah. praying he doesn't make break the bank. And I'm not saying don't make yourself thirty thirty five million a year. Like go go get what's yours. Mm-hmm. But if you just let that other ten million just sit, and we can pay some other players that see that sacrifice and go like the like Tom Brady was never the top paid quarterback. Mm-hmm. He he saved more money so people can build around and be also made a fortune. Right. And Burrow get his pizza pizza commercial after this year probably he signs the <laughs> mega deal. You know it's coming. <laughs> Someone has to. Pizza, pizza. It's definitely not Stafford. Anymore. Yeah, Stafford. Yeah, he's he's done. Burroughs now. Yeah, Stafford's gone. Um, yeah, I mean, the the tough thing is looking at the quarterbacks who are getting paid the most. Like Rodgers is the highest paid guy this year. Didn't have a great year. Russell Wilson didn't have a great year. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray didn't have a great year. Deshaun Watson played a third of the year. Like, I was trying to do a guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then you have Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, I think, are right after them. So, you know, if you're Joe Burrow, it's like, well, I'm obviously better than those four or five guys making the most money. By far. So he he deserves it. Absolutely. No no doubt. Yeah. It just, it just depends on, and I'm not going to say if he takes the full amount, he doesn't want to win. Mm-hmm. He's he's earned the right to be like, you're going to pay me what I want. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wants an ownership stake in the franchise. I don't care what you want. Skyline for life, you probably already have that. Like, I'm just saying, like, I, if he can save that $10 million or something like that and we can pay Higgins, 
put Boyd on a one-year deal. Like, yeah, we're going to sign Chase. By then, Nixon will probably be gone. Like, but we, we can do it. But if he would just, if he's just a team player and does it, mm-hmm. there the AFC is in trouble. Yeah. So very excited. Better hey, send those refunds. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we even talk about that. <laughs> I love. They, I feel like they never interview on the field. Uh-huh. They interview on the field, and that's the first thing out of his mouth. I was like, I love this man. Yeah. He just has no chill. Those will be shirts. Yeah. Oh, they sure. already are. They're already selling. Yeah, yeah. All the proceeds go to uh, Joe Burrow's foundation. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, they're it's called Cincinnati shirts. Apparently, they, they mm-hmm. as soon as some, if they breathe, mm-hmm. they make a shirt. So, yeah, very exciting. That's yeah. one that says "Breathe" on it. I think they're the ones that make the UC blank out of a bear cap. So yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got a little lucrative situation going on there, don't they? Oh yeah. But yeah, so Bengals and Chiefs again. We'll get to it at the end of this, um, but that'll be a fun game. Absolutely. Which brings us to the last game of the weekend, which. I think was the most exciting game. Yes. Um, the Cowboys and 49ers. 49ers won 19-12. to 12. That is the correct score. You heard correctly. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about <laughs> well, it. Well, because they can't. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so, like we were saying, this was really, like, it, it was a low-scoring game, so you might think it was a bad game. But the defenses were just both so good. Like, um, you know, Brock Purdy looked like, as close to a rookie Mr. Irrelevant that you would think in this game. Like, Dallas was just getting after him. He was running all the time. Like, Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence were all over him. And then, like, they kept McCaffrey in check. They kept Debo in check. And then on the flip side, Dallas, the same thing. Like, besides CeeDee Lamb, nobody really had a good game. Obviously, Pollard got hurt, which was unfortunate. He broke his leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the same hit that Mahomes got on. Right. It looked identical, except one broke their leg and one didn't. Right. So, I mean, it was just a really fun game to watch as a defense fan. Um, and then you have the silly things that happen, like Brett Maher missing an extra point oh again. Uh, and the, no, he got blocked. But, but it was going. They, they yeah. pointed, they slowed it down. Like, look at this ball. It's going sideways and it's going left. I'm like, yeah. what? What are you doing? But he made a couple field goals. He did. He made so, two. So he's. I think he made two. Yeah, he yeah. made two more. So he, he was back in it. But yeah, that would have been five in a row. I mean, I don't know how you're not fired on the spot. It would have been tough. Yeah, he made, he'll be fired now. Yeah. Uh, they would have made him. He could have redeemed himself. Maybe he gets away with it. But yeah. not now, probably. And then Dak had two really bad interceptions. So the, the one, I'm still – they replayed it. I replayed it. Mm-hmm. It was a comeback route. I think it was C.D. Lamb on the left side of the field. Mm-hmm. And it was like – CeeDee Lamb got tangled up with the cornerback, and he was obviously not there. And Dak didn't throw when it's supposed to be thrown. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like Dak saw he wasn't there, and then he threw it. Like, mm-hmm. it was because he jumped in front of the receiver. Yeah. I, I still don't – I don't even see what he saw. I mean, I only know from playing Madden that's a bad <laughs> idea. Got from pick sixes like that. Like, yeah, yeah. you have to read the defense, and I can even oh, – I can't throw a better ball. You know what I'm trying to say. Though. Like, it right. was very obvious there was a 49er in front of the Cowboy, and he threw it anyway. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you think he's just nervous? I think so. Like, I, I mean, we can get into this more, but the just Dak Prescott and it, he doesn't seem like the answer at quarterback anymore. He's an expensive not answer, right? Like they have a lot that they have to figure out. Um, I just, yeah, he looked bad. Yeah, so I agree with you, and I don't really my. my uh, I call my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law's brother Reagan. He's a big Cowboys fan. I have not talked to him, but I will see him uh, this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick his brain and maybe poke him a little bit when I'm down there in Memphis. But yeah, I don't really 
I think Dak puts up great numbers. He has good end of the year. If you look at just the end of the year numbers, you're like, Dak's the guy. He's great. But like situational football, he makes a lot of stupid mistakes. Yeah. And if you're saying for the next five years with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco and you have the Philly making this run now, like you have these defensive teams. If you think you're going to get by them at some point with Dak, I, I don't I don't actually see that happening. So the argument I'll make for Dak is, you know, they had Tony Pollard go down. Zeke looks, and we mentioned this before, he looks just not good. He looks washed. He looks out of shape. He, like, it seemed like this year they were running Pollard more to keep Zeke fresh, and then he gets this opportunity and does nothing with it. Granted, San Francisco's run defense is great, but so you're down Pollard. CeeDee Lamb had a good game, but who else is on that offense? Well, they traded away freaking Amari Cooper, which right. I thought was stupid to begin with. Like, right. You have two good receivers, you have cap space, <clears throat> and you trade him away? What is the? Why not have too many good receivers? I could right. imagine the Bengals trading away Boyd. Like, I understand we probably can't keep him long-term because he's due to, you know, a $100 million contract. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't. why would we trade him away before we have to sign him? Right. That makes no sense. Also, Ezekiel Elliott looks like an Ewok after they defeated the Empire – on, I'm going to say Kashyyyk, on indoor, and then feasted on the spoils, and the next morning, that is Zeke right now. He is overeaten, he's not in shape, it's very obvious, and he cannot run the ball. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know the Ewok. Yes. You've seen the photo. You've yeah, seen yeah, the photo. Yeah, he yeah, looks, yeah. Get on Google, yeah. type Ezekiel that looks like an Ewok, hit on images, comment, you're going to love it. I promise. Mm-hmm. It's 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 no offense to Zeke. He's a Buckeye. I love him. He's not running well. He looks like an Ewok. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I mean, he like two or three years ago was the best back in the league. Yep. And then now he's a red zone guy. Like all that means is what you can't run the ball. It's just, right. It's like with Chris Johnson and uh oh Lindell White when he came yeah. out of USC like, oh yeah, Thunder and Lightning. I'm like, no no no. Chris Johnson's a running back. You're yeah. the backup running back. You just yeah. happen to be hundred pounds heavier than everyone yeah. else. You're so just we call a, you a red zone running back. Yeah, you're just a bowling ball. Yeah, that's that's literally it. You're yeah. there to hit people. Yeah, that's it. Um, and yeah, I don't. I hate that. It, but it's, it's Jerry Jones. He likes mm-hmm. that name. He likes to be able to say, "I have Zico Elliott." He, he, I think he truly cares more about the names on his team rather than the talent that's actually yeah on there. Yeah, I mean, the the thing is, Dak, and you were saying this. Is Dak a good enough quarterback to get past the guys? Like, if they were to actually go on and get to the Super Bowl, I don't see him beating Mahomes or Burrow. No. Like, he he just struggles in those big games. And the, the play calling is weird. Like, that last play that they had. <laughs> that like, summed up the whole game. Yeah. Like, the whole season, it, really. If you did really the last three plays I want to talk about, but the last play, Dallas took a timeout to set this thing up, or they had an incomplete pass, or whatever it was. So they have everybody out wide except for Zeke and Dak, and Zeke is snapping the ball. I didn't realize that was Zeke. Yes. Okay. So Zeke snaps the ball, immediately gets blown up by a San Francisco linebacker, just road graded. And Dak is like, oh, well, I have to throw the ball faster now. And so he throws it to some guy I've never even heard of who just gets absolutely obliterated by Jimmy Ward. Yeah. Like, hit as soon as he catches it, can't even lateral it, and the game's over. Like, it looked like 
they like brought a fan in. in the audience. <laughs> like, come on, this will be the best perfect time to come in the game. He's like, I got it, I got it. And yeah. man, it couldn't have been a half a second of touch the ball. He got it was like Kyle Shannon has to be so proud. It was a perfect tackle. Oh yeah. He lowered his shoulder, he hit him right at the waist, he was like, Cool <laughs> and like went flying backwards. Like I was like, damn, well, that doesn't sum the game up. I don't know what does. Right. Like they earned that win. Right. But so the two plays before that. So Dallas was down the touchdown. They were out of timeouts. And so they get the ball back and they're trying to go down the field in like 30, 40 seconds, whatever it is. So the third to last play was some kind of out route to Dalton Schultz. And he runs into a guy, and instead of trying to keep advancing the ball forward and go out of bounds, he decides to take a step back and go out of bounds, which the rule is if you backtrack and go out of bounds, the clock keeps running. I didn't know that. Right. I learned that, though. But the San Francisco defender knew that. Yeah. And Dalton Schultz apparently didn't. And then the next play went to Dalton Schultz again, and apparently he thought he was in college and forgot to put his second foot down. Yeah, that was – like. And it wasn't like he was like it wasn't a toe tap where he couldn't no. stretch. Like he was like six feet from the edge. Yeah, just didn't put his. He didn't even try to get his foot back down. Yeah, and I think he thought he had his right foot down, but he just didn't. Most receivers that would catch that would just they would toe, toe touch as long as they could till they fell to the ground. Mm-hmm. So he's a tight end. Like it just those last three plays just make Dallas look awful. But that's why like everyone's gonna blame Kellen Moore. It's not Kellen Moore. It's McCarthy. He he was not he's not a good coach. Aaron Rodgers did all the work. Like I don't think Matt LaFleur is a great coach. Mm-hmm. I think he he fell into the Packers lap and Aaron Rodgers is still there. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's it. I don't I don't think McCarthy there's a reason McCarthy did get hired for a year. It's very obvious. He just wasn't a good coach. But I think at the time he was the biggest name available. Yeah. Ergo Cowboys. Because mm-hmm. he just can't help himself. Like I'm surprised you don't get Bill Cowher out of the freaking CBS studio and be like, yeah. you're in. Let's yeah. do this. I mean, the one other thing that I heard today, so Jerry Jones, after the game, somebody asked him if McCarthy was, uh, you know, still the head coach and everything, and he's like, absolutely, like we have no intention of getting rid of him or anything. But you have to get rid of somebody, and you're not getting rid of Dak. Yeah. Like – and you have Sean Payton hanging out there. Like, if Jerry Jones were to go after anybody, yeah. like you have Sean Payton, proven track record. Like, you don't need a player. Like, right. I think that team, it can't hurt. <clears throat> Let me take a step back. It cannot hurt to have too many good people on your team, especially right. a big defender you could draft. You have a you have a late draft pick. You know the, the um, I'm said the Broncos, the Saints, because they're going to try to trade for him. You uh-huh. know the Saints require a first-round pick to go and get Sean Payton. Like, Trade your 24th pick and go get Sean Payton. Get rid of McCarthy. Keep your team intact and have a good second, third round draft. Yeah. You got Dan Quinn there. He might be gone, but mm-hmm. and Kellen Moore's probably a year or two from being gone for a head coach job. So I would go, I'd go for Sean Payton. I mean, they, that they defense, have the pieces. Yeah, that defense is amazing. Yes. It's like a Saints defense. Like yeah. they have a really good defense. You just got to tweak the offense. You got to get rid of Zeke. Zeke's got to go. Mm-hmm. I'll take Zeke. He can be Henry's backup. I'll be yep. okay with that. Yeah. But a backup, not yep. a starter. Yeah, I think he'd be great. I think you go, go to Buffalo. I think he'd be great because he doesn't have to run that much. Mm-hmm. So, I digress. Yeah, so that's Dallas. We didn't talk about San Francisco that much. Um, They're amazing. They are they like are. that Kittle catch where he bobbled it like three times. Yeah. Did you see in the interview after the game? No, they said they called it the Kittle drive. He's like, oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> How did you catch that? 
And Purdy was like, well, I said, come on. He said, all he said, all he was like, come on, Kittle, catch a damn ball. <laughs> he said he caught. He was so excited. But, yeah, yeah. Kittle's goofy. He is. I like him. But Nicole doesn't like him that much because I think he looks kind of with his hair. and It looks mm-hmm. like he just doesn't shower sometimes, sometimes mm-hmm. with the way his hair is greasy. But, like, I like his personality. Like, oh, he, yeah. He's just goofy and fun. and He's, he's hilarious. A, he's a monster. Yeah. Like a gentle giant you see the gym you're afraid to talk to. But, like, right. he's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. That's how I see Kittle. But, yeah, Purdy, I thought this was the game. This was the game they're going to make Purdy look like a kid, a scared kid. Now, he looked scared because he was running, but he, he didn't really make a lot of bad – he doesn't make mistakes. That's the thing. He didn't make any mistakes. No, and they won because of that. They would throw an interception. This game might go the other direction. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he, he took his shots, he, he checked down when he didn't have the throws, he didn't he didn't force any balls, and that's that's what you got to do. Yeah. Now, granted, when you're down – let's say you get down 10 or 12, what's going to happen then? I don't know. Mm-hmm. hasn't happened. And until it does, we'll have no idea. Uh, but that kid, like, if I'm if I'm the Niners, I get rid of Trey Lance. I, I do. I, you can bring yeah. you can bring a veteran quarterback in, like bring a Mariota or something behind him, bring someone that's going to be able to teach him, bring Andy Dalton in and put him behind him just to try to teach him certain things. But at the same time, like this kid is it? He costs nothing. Yeah, you could probably get away one more year of doing that, and you have to pay him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, go go get a first round pick for Trey Lance. Did you hear? Somebody asked Kyle Shanahan about Garoppolo, and he could potentially be back for the Super Bowl. There's no way. You cannot bench Purdy. Right. Like, is that even a, a thought in Shanahan's mind? It can't be. This kid's won seven games straight, and he's beating playoff teams doing it. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's just he's just out here playing, like, the Titans and stuff. Like, he's literally beating the top teams in the league. You, you can't. Because if anything, Garoppolo's going to come in and do just as good. Yeah. Be- at best case scenario. But you also lose that momentum. This kid has that whole team wrapped around his finger. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's it's pretty time. Yeah. No, you can if, – if Shanahan puts Garoppolo in, I could, I could almost see them firing him. Oh, man. By blow- losing it is tough. one thing. Putting Garoppolo oh. in yeah. and then losing it is even worse. Yeah. You can't put Garoppolo in. You can't. I just feel like that would be the kind of stupid thing that would happen. Well, I get you're nervous though, because yeah. you're nervous. But like, if he goes, if he goes into Philly and beats Philly, mm-hmm. the Grop, no, you don't need Garoppolo. Grops needs another. <laughs> hey, babe, Grops needs another drink. <laughs> I'm glad I showed you that. <laughs> My other favorite one is when the Urban Meyer from last year when he oh, yeah. to Lawrence, like introducing kid, you don't have to pay. <laughs> it's like, uh, coach, you still got to pay us. What? Right. Yeah, that's pretty funny too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Niners are beasts. I mean, they have to do anything though, like. Right, Kittle had 95 yards. Elijah Mitchell was the number one runner. McCaffrey looked meh, but he didn't have to do a lot. Like he got the touches and he got the uh, six receptions, but mm-hmm. they just—I mean, 19 points doesn't really call for a lot of yards. Yeah, so it was awesome. It's a very Denver type game this year, except the, the offense actually scored enough points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a little <laughs> different. The defense was amazing, but the offense actually right. you know produced something. Right, which doesn't really happen in Denver or actually in Austin at this point, well, Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with you. All right, so that's the divisional round. Yep. Let's talk about conference championships. Only two games to talk about. Oh, man. Which one do you want to start with? I want to start with the Niners and Eagles. And I'm going to okay. leave my adoring fans off with some Bengals energy, some good energy into the universe. Perfect. Yes. So Niners, Eagles, this is in Philly. This is next Sunday at 3 o'clock. Yeah, we'll go with the order of the games, 3 o'clock. Yeah, that works. Uh, a, I'm mad because I'm driving back from Memphis on Sunday, and I told Nicole we're leaving – at like 8 a.m. because we lose an hour. Yeah. And I'll be back here by like 6.30 to watch the game. Yeah. Because I don't want screaming in the car with Henry. Um, right. I digress. 
So Niners Philly in Philly, this is this is probably going to be of the two games. I'm, if I'm a neutral party, I'm more excited to watch this game because mm-hmm. Burrow can he's beat Mahomes three times. It's not a guarantee, but the Philly and Niners, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm yeah. excited to watch this game. Yeah, Philly's opened as a two and a half point favorite, uh, but this is the game I think most people in the NFC were expecting, where it's. The Eagles have been the best team all year, and the 49ers have been the best team the last two months or so. You know, they got McCaffrey in there, and their offense really just changed. So it'll be interesting to see, and it's the two top defenses. Like, San Francisco Mm -hmm. is number one, Philly is number two. Uh, It'll be interesting to see Brock Purdy under pressure, like with what Philly did to Daniel Jones, just being hurried all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I think... I would imagine uh, McCaffrey and Debo are able to run a little bit better on Philly than Dallas. Um, But that Philly defense is solid, and that secondary is really, really good. Well, yeah, they're going to have to run the ball because of the secondary. They still have, you know, Bart Bart Scott. No, I'm I'm, I'm missing. Um, Who's their their defensive tackle? Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Fletcher Cox. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a monster. Yes. You have to run away from him and – your passing game is going to be iffy because I don't know if you're going to have these wide open throws mm-hmm. with Purdy. It doesn't matter if you roll them out to the right or left. It does not matter. Like you're going to have tight coverage on the outside. You're going to have to get Kittle across the middle and McCaffrey's going to have to rush for hundred yards mm-hmm. or him and Mitchell are going to have to combine for like 120, 130. I think if you could, I think if you can run for 120, 130 as a team and Purdy doesn't throw an interception, you have a shot at this game, but you're going to have to score probably 24 to win it. Yeah. Cause I think that's what Washington did when they beat Philly the first time. Like they just ran. A lot. And it wasn't necessarily efficient, but they didn't give up on it. And so Philly had to honor that possibility. And so it opened up a few throws. So uh, on the flip side, Philly's offense looked phenomenal against the Giants. But again, the San Francisco defense is number one. So, you know, you'll have, uh, I would imagine San Francisco will do everything they can to contain Hurts. Mm -hmm. So Bosa, might not be screaming off the edge. You might be stopping a little bit so yeah. that Hurts can't escape out um, and make him a pocket passer, which he's been throwing the ball really well. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to affect him much. Um, but I don't see Philly's run game doing that much. Like Miles Sanders, I mean, he's good, but I don't think he's going to do that much. So you're really relying on A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith to get open, which if San Francisco's defense has a weakness, I think it is their – corners well yeah they're not i would say they're good but they're yeah. not elite they're not joey boza you know you, you yeah. don't have a joey boza cornerback caliber playing like if you did it'd be a problem mm-hmm. and then it'd be all Devontae smith at that point or goddard no goddard yeah goddard's philly yeah um so i just i i don't know i don't know if anyone can contend with their offense that's philly's offense mm-hmm. that, that's that's the problem i just you're gonna have to hit jalen hurts a couple times maybe scare him a little bit like you're mm-hmm. gonna have to find a way to contain him, and no one really has done that this year. I mean, I know I understand they lost to Washington and everything, but I don't know. I, I think Eagle, the Eagles will take this. I do because I, I, I believe they have the better offense-defense combo, and I think Purdy is – I don't know if he can get 24 points. I don't know if he can get 24 points against him. I don't. Yeah. I think it's going to take that. Yeah. I think Hurts runs for one, Sanders runs for one. They at least get uh, – one passing touchdown and they get a field goal. So you're going to put up 24 points. And I just don't know if your arm is a threat to the Philly defense to change up their game plan. Mm -hmm. We'll find out. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm leaning Philly too. Uh, I I like both of these teams. I like the storylines for both. I, yeah. I think Jalen Hurts has always been this underdog, and he's been a great guy. Like I, I liked watching him in Alabama, even though I hate Alabama. Yeah, he doesn't. And then the way he got forced out and had to go to Oklahoma and took them to the CFP, yep. like was amazing. And then he gets drafted by Philly, which they didn't want him. Yep. And then turns around, becomes an MVP candidate, and could possibly take him to the Super Bowl. That's awesome. We have the new coach takes over. You think Hurts is on the way out? Yeah. Peterson's gone. Peterson's the one that drafted him. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you're gone, dude. And he wasn't. He, you know, he, he hung around. And most time when there's coaching changes where you don't have an elite quarterback, they're not. They're not staying. Yeah. But he, you don't have a choice at this point. Mm-hmm. This kid's gonna about to get paid. I mean, this is his third year. He's due for a contract. This is it. He he goes to Super Bowl, which I think I think it'll be an ego Eagles Bengals Super Bowl, which yeah. is awesome. I can't. It can't be the 49ers. If it's a 49ers, the Bengals are going to lose because we can't beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Don't you want revenge, though? I don't care. Uh, I, okay, I don't care okay. if we beat them by kneeing the ball after we get field goal. I don't care how we win. I just want to win. So, I am a Bengals fan. I just want to be clear on this. They are my second team, but I am a Bengals fan. So, Naomi was telling me today that her kids – so, she's a teacher um, – her students were saying, asking her like who she likes football wise. And she's like, Oh, I'm a Bengals fan. And they're like, do you root for any other teams? And she's like, well, you know, Tim is a Broncos fan. So I guess they're, they're my second team. And all the kids started laughing at her. And one of the kids immediately was like, Broncos country, let's ride. And and I was like, here's your response to that. Ask them how many Super Bowls they have. Oh my gosh. I'm just saying. That's, me- that's messed up, man. I'm just saying. That's what the Steelers, like, what the Steelers if you're gonna, always do. If you're going to come at me, I got to fire back. How old are the kids? Nine? They're high school age. Oh, that's different. They're yeah. little, little shit. Yeah, they're okay. little brats. Yeah, they don't know any different. Yeah, I hope they're listening. Yeah, I hope they're listening. <laughs> we get more listeners. Yeah, exactly. Even if you're not happy about it. Exactly. So the Bengals can have one. But, you know, wouldn't it be great if they got one against the 49ers? See, historically, I feel like that only works as long as the other franchise doesn't have a Super Bowl win. Because as mm. soon as you're like, oh, how many do you have? And the answer is zero. Like, it's it's like a dagger to the chest. <laughs> you're like, well, we got one. It was like two years ago. Yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't have the same ring to it. Like, oh, yeah, you True. have more. Congratulations. You suck right now. Like, that's easy. Yeah. But like, you saying that, yeah, it hurts. It hurts right <laughs> here, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Because I have no response to that whatsoever. Yeah, how many do the Titans have? <sighs> Uncalled for. <laughs> sorry. Who the sorry, Broncos sorry. taking in the sorry. first round, Tim? Tell me. Ridiculous. <laughs> Got me all, I'm sweating now. I'm all upset. <laughs> I gotta get the clicks, get the downloads. Yeah, you know? you're telling me. But yeah, so either way, I think the 49ers or the Eagles will be a cool team to root for uh, in this game. Obviously, you have the Brock Purdy story on the 49ers side. Like, I just think it's gonna be a fun game. Uh, I hope it's close. Um, because yeah. if it's a 38 to 7 drubbing, that just won't be as fun. No, it's boring. Yeah, <laughs> I want it to be close when it's not my team. I want a good game. Yeah. And the Bengals, yeah. I want to win. But like, you know, 10, 14 points, and I'm, I'm happy. Like, it wasn't a blowout. It was mm-hmm. kind of fun to watch, but we still win. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, speaking of the Bengals, we can talk about the Bengals Chiefs. <coughs> so, yes. the Bengals open up actually as a one-point favorite. It was not like that yesterday. Oh, really? I think the Chiefs were a two-point favorite as of yesterday. Okay. So, as we're looking at it now, as we're recording, the Bengals are a one-point favorite. Um I'm curious how much of that is Mahomes' ankle factoring into it. I think it's all of it. Yeah. I think they, they came out, it's not broken, but it's a high ankle sprain. It's mobility. I don't, care, I don't care what BS they tell you in the news. You are not running away from Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson 
on a high sprain, high, high ankle sprain. There's there's just no way. So that's got to yeah. – he does all of his magic when he runs. It's not like he sits in the pocket and just picks people apart. Now, he picks people apart, but half that time he's running, yeah. you know, strategically and then just mm-hmm. throws it while he's looking over there and waving to somebody and throws it that way for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. Not now. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking about this earlier. They don't have Tyreek Hill. They were still a great offense this year. Right? I mean, I think they oh yeah were top five in scoring, if not higher. Um you know, Mahomes still had – he's probably going to be the MVP. He had the most yards and the most touchdowns in the league this year. Um, so their offense is still solid. But the Bengals just have Mahomes' number. Like, they oh, yeah. are 3-0. and And they were 3-0 in 2022 against the Chiefs. Yeah. Which is an insane stat. Yeah. Because they're not – Well, 2-0 in 2022. No, 3-0. No, they played one. No, they played once. In, hold on, once in 2022, and they played in the AFC Championship in 2022. Yeah. Oh, I got the end of the 2021 regular. You're season. talking year. I'm talking football season. Right, right, right. I feel you. Go ahead. Right. So they like the Bengals just play them well, and it's. I think the Bengals defense is playing better than they have all year, more than like better than they were last year. Like, yeah. if you have a hobbled Mahomes, and you know, you don't have the speed threat of Tyreek Hill on the outside anymore. Like, Cincinnati's defense is going to I, – I think they're going to shut him down, yeah. like, as much as you can shut down a Chiefs offense. Well, yeah. I mean, look at Jacksonville's defense. I think it's similar <laughs> to the Bengals. It's not as good, but it's similar. And, yeah, Travis Kelsey had 98 yards, but it took 14 catches to do that. Mm-hmm. And our defense is better. Yeah. And you're, and now Holmes is hobbled. Mm-hmm. I just you don't have you really what you just said. They don't have a threat, so there's no Tyreek blowing up Jesse Bates forty yards down the field. None of it. Like Pacheco mm-hmm. is not as good. Juju Smith is definitely not as good. Like they have they they've used a um what do you want to call it? like next man up mentality with the mm-hmm. receiver. Or they filled it you know uh, by committee receiver by mm-hmm. committee. And if you add it up, yeah, you might have a Tyreek Hill, but it took five of you to do it. And on top of that, you weren't explosive. So not no nothing to take away from the Chiefs. They're amazing. Mahomes is amazing. But it's not Tyreek Hill. Yeah. You don't even that one. You need that one time you need him to stretch the field so much. So Jesse Bates has to stay in coverage. Can't mm-hmm. blitz. Can't sit in a zone and pick you off. You don't have it. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about Juju Smith-Schuster going over top. I'm I, I'm not. So yeah. like I they're I think they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, and like in that Buffalo game, the weakness that we thought the Bengals would have was a big strength. Like their offensive line was solid. Yep, yeah. and the, and the Bills defense is better than the Chiefs. I think Chiefs ranked 12. Okay. So, like, this is yeah. – it, it, it's not going to be – I don't think it's going to be – I don't get too cocky here, but I think – Oh, no. They I'll, can't get to Burrow. They're going to be in trouble. Yeah. I don't think it will be a blowout. Um, you know, it is in Kansas City, which notoriously tough to play in. Um, but so something we didn't touch on was the silent count that they did uh, against Buffalo. I think it was the Bengals, where Joe Burrow faked a silent count and – so the they have the guard that like waves the arm to the center to let him know to snap it. So they did that, and then the center just didn't snap it, and the guy jumped off sides. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was the Bengals game. It could have been somebody else, but like that stuff you have to do. It's little things like that. Yeah. When you're it, like the Bengals are used to playing on the road in the playoffs the last two years. Yeah, they're used to it at this point. Yeah. So you know, I think going into it, the Bengals have a lot of momentum where the Chiefs. It all comes down to Mahomes and his ankle. Like, how effective can he be? Yeah, and that's a that's a huge question mark. Because yeah, especially if you get hit low one time, you can't run. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, 
I don't know how many times I watched Mahomes. He did it in my Titans a couple of years ago. Scramble out and run for 25 yards. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and you can't, I mean, I'm assuming you can't just numb it. Because right. if he hurts it, you're screwed anyway. Um, but, yeah, the, the other thing I learned was Zach Taylor. They let Burrow call a lot of his own plays. So if you watch the Bengals games when they play, you can go back and watch this game with Buffalo. They Burrow is talking a lot at the line. Mm-hmm. They're not actually calling the plays until they see what the defense is yeah. showing. That's incredible. Instead yeah, of having to change it up, pick it apart, like he's got four plays lined up. They're simple concepts, and he just waits to see the weakness, calls the play, runs it. Yeah, they were comparing him to Peyton Manning in that game. Yeah, that's have, what Peyton did. Good on the forehead for it, but I mean, he's, he's got the <laughs> talent does? for it. Who, Who does? No one's yeah. got a forehead that large. Yeah. Um, and so the other thing I'll say about Kansas City, well, both teams, because of Mahomes' injury, like, since he is going to prepare a little bit at least for Chad Henney. Oh, yeah. And so it's not like Jacksonville did, I'm sure, zero prep on the backup quarterback. Who would? And, and against Chad Henney, you don't think that much of it. But now the Bengals have that in their head where it's like, okay, if we do get a hit on Mahomes and he goes out, we know what to expect with this guy coming in. Well, yeah, there's no surprise there mm-hmm. at this point. I mean, you're right. I doubt. I mean, who, when was the last time Mahomes was hurt? I think it was right. 2020 playoffs. He went out for a couple plays. like Or like maybe it was half a game. I think it was like half a game or something. But yeah. you, you don't expect Chad Henney. Chad Henney, he's probably one of the better backups. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared of Chad Henney. Like, they're going right. to run the ball. They're going to throw short passes. You're not going to see Juju down the, down the sideline trying to get a tight window throw from Chad Henney. You know what's coming. Mm-hmm. They showed you. He went two for three for 23 yards. Yep. They didn't go 98 yards because Chad Henney marched yeah. him down 70. He had the ball off a bunch of times. And he threw it to Kelsey every time. He, exactly. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't like he went and tore everybody. That's what they kept talking about Chad Henney because, you know, ESPN, between Alabama and Kansas City, they just can't give themselves enough. Like, I'm like, Chad Henney did, he did well for coming in out of yeah. nowhere in the cold. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, two passes for mm-hmm. 23 yards? Okay. Right. Yeah, tore him up. Tore him up. Yeah, wait till you have Trey Henderson. And Henderson almost gets it around the edge every play. Yeah. He does. And they have to step up in the pocket. Like, if they can blitz Reader or somebody up the middle and mm-hmm. plug that, Mahomes is dead. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no getting out of that. Yeah. So it sounds like we're both Bengals-Eagles. I, mean, I would I would agree with that. It, ha- yeah. it has to be. Like, I just, I just don't... Not if there was a fully healthy Mahomes, then I think this is mm-hmm. a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. I know how I want to win, but I would. It's not a game I put any money on. Right. I'd be nervous now with a hobbled Mahomes. I put money on the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I just because your your backups Chad Henney, like I, I don't know. I hope he plays well. I don't want him to get hurt or anything, but yeah, he's not going to be. You can't. And how are you going to throw? You can't step into it. You don't have a running game. Yeah. I mean, you do, but your running game consists of, you know. Good running running backs that can run plays because you can run and throw the ball without looking. You scramble yourself. It's like Jalen Hurts. Miles Sanders is not a good running back. He was bad he's, for like he's okay. He's okay. He is. Yeah. But I wouldn't pick him as my bell cow if I started no. a franchise. No. Because he's really good. He's good. He's great because of Hurts. Mm-hmm. Because he's such a threat. You have to respect Hurts. So you that's, a, that's at least one defender out of the box to cover you know Hurts. So now Sanders has a bigger hole to run. Then yeah. you got AJ Brown. I mean that's what AJ Brown did for Henry. Mm-hmm. He opened the entire field up. Mm-hmm. So, it'll be a good game. And I'll be rushing home to watch it. Yeah. Is it Mahomes right or left ankle? Oh, uh, it's his left. Okay. So, yeah, it's definitely left. Though. Yeah, because he, yeah. he can't step into it at all. Yeah. Which is going to be I, – I, I can throw a baseball without stepping, but right. can I throw it? No. I can right. throw it. Like, I'm playing toss with my kid, throw it. Uh-huh. No problem. It's a good analogy. Yeah. I can throw it. I can't throw it. Yeah, <laughs> see, the throw it means I'm throwing yeah. it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw it. 
is just throwing it. Got it. <laughs> it's all about the octave tone. That's not how that works. No, it's That's not. volume. Octaves are. Uh, uh, uh. That's what I did. No. Uh, uh. That's not an octave. It's <laughs> the same tone. I'm changing notes, guys. Uh, 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 it's uh, not Bellatone? Uh, no. What's a baritone? Baritone. I'm really channeling my band days here. <laughs> <laughs> You're an expert, bro. Yeah, so musical. Well, this is going to be interesting. I'm yeah. uh, I'm excited. I'm assuming if we if we play our cards right, order our cheese. Mm-hmm. We'll be eating cheese next week. Ooh, Sounds maybe. horrific. I'll be drinking because I, I can't I can't do that. <sighs> but we'll eat some cheese. We'll talk You're about. You're gonna them. like it. I don't know. You're gonna like it. I don't know if we are. You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee it. Yeah. What did Nicole say earlier? Only you Cincinnati people. Well, maybe it's not Cincinnati. Thing. I don't know. So she has to send me some money on Venmo for something. It was like a couple mm-hmm. bucks or something. I was like, hey, make sure you send me that. And she's like, hey, like 10 minutes later, she's like, did I send that to you? I was like, it's my money, and I need it now. <laughs> J.G. Whitworth. <laughs> uh, I love that. I love those commercials. It's like burned in my head. She thinks that's Cincinnati. I is it? I thought it was. I don't I know. I think it was. Well, granted, at the same time, I've never gone anywhere else and seen it, so I, uh, I, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, these are facts that I need to figure out. Our research guy will get it. Yeah. I'm on it, Tim. <laughs> Thanks, research guy. <laughs> which is just my right hand and my thumb. Oh, that's easy. There. Yeah, e- easy, easy. Nothing. Well, yeah. So anyway. that, that's the divisional round. <laughs> the super divisional round. Super divisional. Well, what's that mean? Nothing. Oh. I, I just wanted to add super to it. I thought yeah. you had something. No, oh, yeah, no, we no. did say we were going to do that. Yeah. We were going to do the whole podcast. Start yeah. over. Yeah. Delete it. <laughs> redo. This yeah. is a full redo. Yeah, it's a full redo. We gotta add super. We have a super Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Pro Bowl. Who's gonna win? You think Manning or Manning? I'm picking Manning. You gonna go Manning? Yeah, it's I'm going Manning. This is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. I'm gonna go well, Manning. Someone has to make the right pick. Your Manning is stupid. <laughs> My Manning has six foreheads. So. Yeah, that's true. That's a, that's that's how you and that and that family. The bigger the forehead, the more power the Super Bowl wins you have. I saw the. Um, so Arch Manning, his nephew, has already lost his student ID at Texas. Oh my god! Like somebody just found it and took a picture, and it's just Arch Manning with this goofy grin on his face. Does he need one now? I mean, <laughs> come on! I mean, is a Manning in football playing football? He doesn't need right. one. Just shave it. Just shave your head. Get give yourself a receding hairline. Uh-huh. No one's gonna give it go. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm excited for all this. We'll, we'll, next week will be interesting because we obviously we, we'll talk about the Super Bowl, but the Pro Bowl. So yeah, uh, when is that? Pro Bowl. It's the week after we That's Sunday. I might have you over that. We'll do Pro Bowl Live or something. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be kind fun. of fun. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it. Nice. So maybe we'll eat the cheese. We'll just eat some cheese. Oh, we could do the cheese on the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I'm in. Cool. We'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. We'll let you guys know. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, that's the full divisional round. We'll be back next week, next uh, Tuesday morning. We'll go over the Pro Bowl, eat some cheese, talk about the uh, AFC Championship, AFC Championship, we'll talk about the Eagles, Bengals, Super Bowl, obviously. For sure. It's happening. Uh-huh. I'm putting money down. Are you? I am. I believe that. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I have what's called a problem. <laughs> it's, only a it's only gambling if you don't win. <laughs> <laughs> so he has been gambling. Yeah, I have been gambling. <laughs> yeah, so be sure to follow us on Instagram. We are at Average Joe's FB Podcast. We got some clips on there. Yeah. Uh, we have a TikTok. So we have a TikTok. We're, we're posting on TikTok. Same thing. Same at, thing. Whatever you just said. At Average Joe's FB Podcast. That's okay. Correct. So follow us on Instagram, TikTok, uh, download us, give a five-star rating, all that good stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys.